Hello, I'm Tim Previtt, and in this episode of V for Various, I'm taking you to an episode of Something Different, first broadcast in November 2013. It's with someone who took a very pragmatic and considerate attitude to being on the receiving end of cyberbullying when working at a university library in 2007, in the days when Facebook was fairly new. Do you remember them? Bullying, well, as we all know, it's not on. Have you been bullied? How have you dealt with bullies yourself? In uh, ten minutes or so, be hearing from a friend who had a significant encounter with bullies which got national media attention back in 2007. But bullying, as it's just, just not on. They rain on your parade, they detract from your positive vibe, and they can even stop you doing what you really love. Myself, I was bullied at school. I absolutely loved history, would go the extra mile researching stuff I didn't necessarily need to go and research, and tell the teacher about it. People would bully me, all brevets are stiff, he likes to go and research, he loves history. And as a result of it, I didn't actually touch history as an examination subject. It put me off what I really loved. And as an adult, I've really discovered that history and going to ancient sites, historic sites, is probably the thing that switches me on, gets my passion and my energy flowing like nothing else. So bullying, it can really affect our lives. This is Anti-Bullying Month, and uh, I wanted to invite my friend to phone into the show tonight. Just as an example, as encouragement, as if there are bullies getting at you or bullying, getting at somebody you know, you love, help them to stand up and get it stopped, because bullying just is not on in all its forms. Um, my friend's story involves... Real-life bullying, as well as being bullied through Facebook. <laughs> Bringing up the microphone now for my friend somewhere in South Wales. Hello, good evening, Graham. You're live online and on air now. Hi, Tim. Good evening. Hello. Great. Hey, great. Great to speak to you. I think we've known each other online for about five years, but we've never spoken in person. That's right, yeah. First time for everything and a good thing, too. So, it's Anti-Bullying Month, and what I'm wanting to do is to give people that either are being bullied or know of someone in their life that they love, they care for, who is being bullied, help give them some motivation to actually say, no, this kind of behaviour isn't on. It really can sour someone's life, and indeed there are cases of, of people committing suicide because they've been bullied at school or at work. You have a particularly interesting uh, a story to tell. Well, just I, I had a job at the University of Kent Library, and part of it was uh, enforcing the library regulations, which meant sorting out students who uh, well disturbed other people and broke the rules in various ways, which of course didn't endear me to um, quite a lot of people. And you know, inevitably there were you know people who cast sidelong glances at me and you know dreaded my appearance, so <laughs> to speak. Um, just after Facebook appeared in the country, this, you know, this took, this took another form which was much more serious and, uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd go do my rounds at the library and I didn't know why people were laughing at me as I went round and neither did other members of staff and there were also people taking pictures of me for some reason. So, my colleague's son found this Facebook group and Facebook, this is February 2007, Facebook had been in the country about four months so okay. nobody really knew much what to do with it. So, my colleagues and I got on there and, you know, I had to join to do that. And I found this group had 365 members and, well, everything from people commenting on my appearance to uh, people threatening to beat me up and worse um, was on there, casting various aspersions on my private life and so on. And, you know, there were, uh, you know, at different times as well, people made threats to me as I walked around campus. 
Uh, my bicycle was sabotaged in that the brake cable was um, disconnected. And that's... And uh, my, my then wife, um, the same thing happened to her bike, which was the same model but a woman's one, and uh, it looked the same as mine in the dark. So, you know, it did have a serious kind of physical manifestation to it as well. So, um, you know, that, so that was February 2007, and it, you know, and it took a while to sort this out because the university and, and Facebook, you know, well, neither really did much about it. And it, actually, it was me who shut the Facebook group down and not either of those people. <laughs> All very serious stuff, especially the severing of brake cables. That could have lethal consequences for you and, and your then wife. Well, I guess you must have felt scared, intimidated, worried, that detracted from your quality of everyday life. Well, all of the above, because, uh, you know, that you have to look, suddenly you have to look over your shoulder wherever you go. And, and also, the library was my workplace, but I was also doing a postgraduate course at the time, so it was also my place of study. So I spent a hell of a lot of time in there. And, you know, and, and in, in, in essence, right, you know, I became fearful, to, you know, of going to work because I, I had no idea what would happen. Yeah. Because clearly people were prepared to take, well, well, they were saying they were prepared to take actual physical action. Anyway, we've got a piece of music to play in between our, our next chat. You want to introduce that piece of music? Oh, it's Waving Flags by British Sea Power from their third album. It's, it's one of my favourite songs. It, 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 it's, it's about um, xenophobia and it's about fear of immigration. And it's reminding us all that, you know, we're, we're a wealthy and generous and warm-hearted society and that there is a place for everybody and that everyone has something to contribute. So well, what kind of genre are they? I have to be honest, it's not a group I have come across before. Um, no. They're indie rock. Indie rock. And they're based in Brighton. They do great nights um, in a club in Brighton called Club Sea Power. And uh, their stage actism is a marvellous thing to go and see. They, they dress up in old uniforms and they have, a, they have um, loads of greenery on stage and uh, plastic herons and stuffed bears and all kinds of things. Wonderful. Okay, so we're here. They're, they're eco-warriors, really. They, you know, they, they call themselves militant pastoralists. Hi there, Tim. Hello. Uh, good evening. This was what, back in 2007 that you received this, uh, well, this horrendous bullying. Yeah, it was. It's 2007. It, it went on for about, it, it directly affected my life for about three months because, uh, you know, the, the, it, it was, the thing was up and running for about two months. And of course, there was another sort of month of when it kind of faded out. But the, the effects were rumbling around with people pointing at me on campus and laughing and actually making threats as I walked past and that kind of thing. So was there ever, ever any police involvement in this? Uh, no. I, I figured that that was going too far. Um, okay. I, I could have done that. I mean, it's the uh, Abuse of Telecommunications Act of 1988, I think, covers it. You could be prosecuted for cyberbullying under that. But, you know, I thought that was going too far. These are young students, you know. I'm a person in my, you know, mid, you know, well, I was 37 at the time. So yeah. I, I felt that was, <laughs> you know... That would have been too much. I just wanted the university to take them to task, to be honest. So, to, to actually get the Facebook group dismembered, you yourself had to approach Facebook and said, this is, this is well, what defamatory happened to was, me. Um, I, com I um, complained about all the people who, uh, who, were, who were running the group, the four of them, yep. to Facebook, and I printed, made PDFs of, the, of everything on the group and sent that to my bosses. But that was, this was on a Friday, so the um, information services people were, you know, the management were all away for the weekend and so on. So over the weekend, it just continued. And on Monday, in, in early afternoon, the people in charge got warnings. And over the weekend, I'd basically learned how to operate Facebook. And okay. to, you know, and, you know, work out, I'd worked out how to, how Facebook groups worked. So on the Monday afternoon, when, when the uh, group was, when the group leaders were called in um, by information services, um, their, their user accounts at the university were blocked. The leadership of the group became vacant. As it was an open group, I jumped in there and took it over and shut it down myself. Well, you know, I had a whole weekend to stew over it, so I thought I may as well just 
actually work out how I could take control of the situation. There was, so what, say, 360-odd um, members of the script. Did any of them ever apologise or make um, restitution to Some, you? Uh, actually, um, the ones, the ringleaders were made to apologise, and they did, fine. And, and actually, a few of those who had posted did some rather unpleasant messages on it actually contacted me in person through the university and also on Facebook itself and, and apologised as well, you know, saying that they regretted what they'd done and so forth. I thought that was, you know, that, that was a good thing. Do, do you feel you've, you've recovered in the meantime, or maybe it's even maybe helped make you stronger um, through having dealt with it? Well, I, I, I have recovered. I mean, I'm back to being my usual carefree self. You know, I'm always a kind of free-spirited person, often made, you know, big, big life decisions on the basis of, you know, little more than faith and so on. And uh, this made me fearful for, a, ooh, about two years, actually. I you know I really did check and double-check and triple-check everything I did in a way I'd never done before. And, uh, you know, and I did... I was actually quite nervous about going to work for a few months as well and you know, did tend to, uh, you know, hang around the back offices a bit too much and so on and, 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 and yeah. you know, play, do jobs that involved being in the basement and so forth so I didn't have to work with students. But eventually things got back to normal and after a few months it was fine. Before I let you go, um, are, are there any words, any advice you'd like to give to anybody that's going through bullying at the moment, whether it's through work or school or, or maybe even from family members? I would say that there are always people who will take it seriously. If you don't think that perhaps your boss or your schoolmates or your teachers are taking it seriously, then find, you know, find out who's running the counselling service at school. Maybe go to your union if you're in the workplace and get online and go to one of the anti-cyberbullying websites um, that the government and the various voluntary um, various voluntary organizations run if you just google um, cyberbullying but people like trade unions for example unison really helped me and it turned out i wasn't the only person on campus being cyberbullied at the time so i was actually able to help others as well so if you take a stand yourself you'll end up helping other people and you know one of the best things to come out of this for me has been all the people who have you know, said to me that, and, and it must be about 50 people over the last few years have said to me I've inspired them to actually stand up to bullies themselves in, in work and in school and so on. The thing is, you, you know, always always make it very, very clear to the people who've done it to you that you have them taken action as well because they need to know too that you're not going to be cowed by what they've done to you. Okay, Graham, I'm going to have to wish you a very good evening there. Okay, yeah, great, great, Tim. Pleasure to talk to you. We'll have to catch up together in real life sometime and we go and visit indeed. some ancient sites. We will sites. indeed. It's a shame. I'm coming, I'm coming through Manchester tomorrow on the way to Bradford, but I won't see you, won't see you, but maybe... If for V for Various Podcast. A vault and voice of various verbal voyages with me, Tim Previtt, here at redshiftonline.org. Mm-hmm.